0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. The Attorney General of the Bahamas, Ryan Pinder, announced the arrest of FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried. The arrest was made after the U.S. government informed the Bahamas of criminal charges against him, saying it would likely request extradition. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York filed criminal charges covering wire fraud, securities fraud, and money laundering. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission also charged Bankman Freed with operating a years-long fraud by diverting customer funds from FTX to his trading firm Alameda Research. The Commodity Futures Trading Commission filed a civil lawsuit against Bankman fried which accused him of commodities fraud. Reuters sources say the Chinese government began work on a support package for its semiconductor industry, which would include over 1 trillion yuan in incentives worth about 143 billion U.S. dollars. The package would be rolled out over the next five years, mostly containing subsidies and tax credits to bolster both domestic production and research. The government could complete the package as soon as Q1 2023. According to an investor memo seen by the Wall Street Journal, the fast-fashion retailer Shine began exploring expanding into a marketplace platform where third parties could sell directly to consumers. The memo also mentions diversifying its supply chain outside of China. Shine's current supply chain centers around China's Guangdong province, but it began manufacturing in Turkey this summer and began operating warehouses in Poland for shipping to Western Europe. Twitter disbanded its Trust and Safety Council, an advisory group of volunteer independent experts that provided guidance on content moderation issues, focusing on issues like online safety and harassment, human and digital rights, suicide prevention and mental health, child sexual exploitation, and dehumanization. Twitter created the group in 2016. Platformer Zoe Schiffer reports that Twitter blocked access to primary telecom providers in India and Russia, as well as the second biggest telco company in Indonesia. The block occurred on December 11th for about an hour. This appears to be an effort to disrupt spam networks. After unblocking the networks, Twitter reportedly told the carriers service issues were due to routing configuration changes. The feed aggregator Flipboard introduced a new notes feature, which lets users add original content to shared magazines, things like photos, videos, links, or text. The company also added a community section to its app, highlighting magazines and individual curators to follow. Both features are available now on the web, coming to Android and iOS in January. The Cyberspace Administration of China issued regulations forbidding the use of deep-synthesis service providers to alter facial or voice data, known as deepfakes, without consent. The new rules go into effect January 10th. Meta told LightReading.com that it folded its metaconnectivity business into the company's infrastructure and central products groups. MetaConnectivity launched in 2013, looking to extend Facebook's network to more users by improving connectivity. This included solar-powered drones, fiber-laying robots, and low-orbit satellites. Microsoft will remove its Soundscape app from the App Store on January 3rd. The company introduced the Soundscape project in 2017, which uses 3D audio cues to help the visually impaired become more comfortable with unfamiliar places, doing things like reading out points of interest or notable roads and intersections. It will open-source Soundscape code on GitHub after the shutdown. China launched a trade dispute at the World Trade Organization against recent chip export controls implemented by the U.S. China claims the restrictions threaten the stability of the global industrial supply chain. A spokesperson for the U.S. trade representative said the actions relate to national security and the WTO is not the appropriate forum for such issues. In January 2021, Google's Chrome browser introduced its new extension system in the stable channel, known as Manifest v3. Previous plans called for the older Manifest v2 system to start being disabled slowly across Chrome beta builds in January 2023 before fully banning v2 extensions in the Chrome web store at the start of 2024. Google has now delayed the mandatory switch to v3 and says it will announce a new timeline for a v2 shutdown in March 2023. In a support page, Microsoft disclosed it will update its Authenticator iOS app in January 2023 to remove the companion watchOS app. Microsoft said watchOS is incompatible with Authenticator security features. It's not clear what's changing as Authenticator has been available on watchOS since 2018. The app will still be available on iOS and iPadOS. Microsoft previously announced it offered Sony a 10-year deal to provide Call of Duty games on its PlayStation console. Bloomberg sources say the deal also included rights to sell the title on Sony's PlayStation Plus subscription service. It's unclear if Microsoft's recently-inked deal with Nintendo for Call of Duty also includes subscription service rights. And finally, LG said its previously announced 27GR95QE, a 27-inch, 240Hz OLED gaming monitor, will ship in January for $1,000. The monitor supports AMD FreeSync Premium and NVIDIA G-Sync, includes two HDMI 2.1 ports, and supports HDR10. An ultra-wide 45-inch version will also be available at that time for $1,700. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show DailyTechNewsShow.com. And if you enjoy the show, remember to tell a friend to check it out. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember... Have a super sparkly day.